Wine Down with Jana Kramer, an iHeartRadio podcast. So excited to wind down today. Got a lot to talk about. A lot. So much. Especially, you okay there with the mic, babe? Yeah. You Just know. making a little... I'm taller than most, so it's going <laughs> to get it up higher. <laughs> That's what she said? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like something like that. Nice try. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> something was there. Um, let me just tell you, the virgins came out for blood with They me. banded together and came after you. The, the band of virgins just came like for major blood. Protesting in the streets in front of our house. <laughs> Signs. Wait. No, I think that um, I didn't think that you were attacking them in any way. Well, I just feel like I need to say this because, you know, I, I, I just want to reiterate again. I am not shaming virgins. Okay. I am not saying that you shouldn't wait. I think it's a beautiful. I even talked to one of my virgin friends and was like, did I did I disrespect you? Or offend? No, or, she's no. like, no. She's like, you've always been so supportive. And I was like, okay, good. I was like, because I'm starting to feel bad because these people are like, you know, you've made me feel really bad about my choices. And I'm like, I, I was not trying to do that. I'm literally just saying that's just not for me. And sometimes I forget like being on, you know, on air and doing this. Like I'm also trying to be funny. I'm right. also trying to be like, well, that, you know, you got to test, you know, personally. Yeah, I do feel like you got to test drive, but that's just my opinion. And I, but I have no, I have no hate for the other side. I think that's great if you're waiting. I think it's great that you, you know, you and, you know, if you guys were the only people that, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Just for me personally, it's just not what I wanted to do. That wasn't your path. Yeah. The path that you, but I think people were just like, you just seemed very like your attitude sore. And I, so I, you know, I texted Mike. I was like, man, I'm feeling really bad because I don't want to hurt people's feelings. He's like, well, you can't like. No, you can't. That's just that just goes to show the oversensitivity of society and as a whole, right? It's like people can't even speak right. their opinions other than somebody get mad when it's okay. It's just like political parties. You want to be a rep- Republican? I'll listen to what you have to say. Cool. That's fine. That's your opinion. That's how you look at things. Mm-hmm. I want to right. be a Democrat. I'm not get- saying I'm Republican. I'm not saying I'm a Democrat. No, either. right. But people are going to be like, <laughs> oh, like, no. Don't go like, there. Don't yeah, even we're go stopping there. That. But no, I mean, again, like sometimes like I did respond to a few of the DMs and I was just like, sometimes I do like I'm just trying to be funny too. Right. And so I forget that someone's feelings are hurt. Like someone had said, I had made a comment about, you know, why I did a C-section versus you know, a vaginal and mm-hmm. be like, you know, I don't think my husband would ever go down there. She's like, well, now I'm af- afraid that my husband doesn't want to look at my vagina. And I'm like, I-, I wasn't saying that your husband thinks your vagina is ugly. Like, I'm just, you know. I- well, it's your own personal life experience <laughs> yeah. that you're talking about, which it's not everyone's experience. Everyone yeah. is so, out of their opinion yes. and their feelings and just leave my <sighs> no. wife alone. No, no, but no, 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 no. But I mean, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I like, you know, my heart, like, you know, I never want to hurt people's no. feelings. I never, ever, ever. Right. That's just your opinion, but, and that's okay. And again, I just, again, I, I just, I'm also trying to be, you know, lighthearted about the situation. Right. And I, I test drove a lot. You know, you did. That's just what we did, and that's okay too. <laughs> yeah. That's it's okay. okay. Yeah. And if I was a virgin, that's matter. okay. I just like personally know, like, if you were like that, have been really hard if you were a virgin because I would have wanted to, you know, but I would have had to respect if I really loved you. I would have like fought to stay in it but you definitely weren't a virgin so there wasn't a problem <laughs> you didn't have there. to worry about that no, no problems there but so I, just to all my virgins i support you i love you yeah i'm not and, trying to and, mock you right now i'm just saying that's awesome and honestly you do good, you. For, good for them and right good for, for you them. In, a, in such a sexualized society as well right not to be on this old society talk but the fact that you're still able to hold your values for whatever reason that 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 might be is phenomenal 
Yeah, someone did say like, why isn't why wasn't Mike more on their side about the fact that like Colton was just like he wasn't waiting till marriage. He's just waiting for the right person. So why wasn't he more on like his side about the fact that he didn't play into like the football like stuff and society? It doesn't has nothing to do with football. It just has to do with the person doing what they want to do, and that's okay. Yeah. So yeah, so that happened, but um, there are some. Uh, I think I believe we have some really good emails that we're going to answer later. For sure. But you know what I did learn is that a friend, <laughs> she texted me and she goes, by the way, I lied to my husband about my number <gasps> because <laughs> because it was so high. No, because she they were telling numbers and his was lower. So then she felt like she had to then like oh. lower hers. And to this day, like they've been married for like 20 plus years and they or no, not that long. But like they like she's like. And then somebody else emailed me too. And there's a question, should I tell my husband, like, I'm starting to feel guilty that I lied to him about my number. Well, why do you have to tell the number? <laughs> well, because here's the thing. If you guys talk about it and then you lie, that's technically a lie. So technically she lied to her husband and her no, husband, I say, take it yeah. to the grave. Take it to the grave. But it's a lie. So why start why start a relationship with a lie then? They haven't started. Well, they've I been mean, in a marriage. Well, they've, in been a marriage in they've been in the marriage for yeah, yeah. 15 something that plus be, years. What if that's a deal breaker. He, he, they, he won't leave after that. But I get that's why it's, it's really hard. That's why it's really hard to even have that conversation. That's yeah. why I don't even think it's necessary because whoever says it first, the second person is going to probably feel obligated <laughs> to to match that pretty closely. Well, but here's you know thing. what? I think this is how people should reveal it. They should set a little timer on the cell phone. <laughs> they should write it on a piece of paper, and when the alarm goes off, they shoot it over to the other person. That way, no. you can't go back. There's no changing it. Nothing. Anything. Well, then what happens? Because I will say this. I agreed with my friend because I, too, have lied about my number when the other person's number was lower than mine. Right. Because you feel like they're they're, they're going to be like, you, you slept with like, how many what? people? Yeah. And then they're going to be like, wait, do I have to go have sex with more people? But it's a good question, though, because this girl, you know, my friend, she's mm-hmm. over it. She's like, whatever. Like, she's like, take it to your grave. But my the, the girl that had reached out to me, she's like, I'm really torn with, like, the fact that I'm lying to my husband about it if that if that is the only lie that she's holding on to and Uh that's what she's worried about then yes go to him and be like look honey i know this is silly but this is 15 years ago okay what if it's not 15 i'm not talking about that situation more i'm talking now about the girl that dm'd me on instagram saying like what do we what do i do how recent i mean they've been married for like let's say two two years i think she should get a really funny card (laughs) (laughs) i do and write it in the card by the and way, just, I slept with eight instead of six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, see, that that wouldn't be a big deal. But if you're like, if you told him eight, but it's like 25, Ooh. then that's something to consider. How, what is the discrepancy of your lie? But why does that matter? A lie is a lie. A yes, lie is a lie min- when it's eight or nine. I'm not minimizing the lie, but the aftermath of that lie yeah. is going to be a little bit bigger if it's the difference is. I mean, would you well want larger. me to like if I lied to you about my number and then came back to you and was like, "It's actually this." Like, would you want me to tell you the truth? Nope. You don't want to. You don't care. No. Yeah. We got this anonymous email that you might have been referring to, but she lied about her number just to give you some numbers yeah, to go along with. Yeah, this. that's the one that her number is eleven. Uh-huh, okay. Her fiance thinks it's four. Ha! What it, did she say? What her fiance's is? Two. Ooh. <sighs> I don't. That's I the email. Exactly. That's totally the email. Yeah. I'm not a person alive, but I got trapped in this web. Should I come clean? <laughs> yeah, that's her. I say take it to the grave. Take it to the grave. But here's the take thing: it the it's a lie. It's a lie. Take it to the grave. It's, it's better. Lie. If, it doesn't yeah. matter. It it's still a lie. If it's no. she's obviously eating her up to the fact that she emailed us. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> this okay. conver- this well, conversation is making like me for guidance. <laughs> and we're but giving like, her guidance, and the guidance is. But I'm it. also saying, though, like with a lie, like with you, it's like I didn't tell you. Like, so it's like, I don't care. Like, I don't feel like I'm holding anything back. But if I told you a certain number and it was not that, I would feel like I'm holding something and she's clearly struggling with it because she wrote us and she doesn't know what to do. But yes, that is a big number discrepancy and he's probably not going to be happy with it, especially since his number mm-hmm. is super low. Oh, well, sorry. Not super. I'm not trying to be whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. His because lower. his number is significantly, significantly lower. lower than the right. other, than his, than his wife. So... I, I don't know. I mean, I know you guys are saying zip it, but like. I see why she's torn. Take it to the grave, anonymous. Write it on a piece of paper and burn it. Tori. Okay, I always do the thing where would you hate it if he kept it a secret from you? Yeah. So if the role was reversed, would you hate not knowing that he had actually lied well, to you about his number? Yeah. If you, if you can move past it, then sure. I say move past it if that's a, his secret and you, you couldn't, you that's, wouldn't see him any differently. That's a really good point. So think about whether. Great point. You know, you wanted to know if, unless, unless you want, unless you're the kind of person that wants to know all details. Yeah. So whoever that anonymous is, just ask yourself if the roles were reversed, what Uh would you want? Yeah. And that honestly, whatever that answer is, you do what that is. If it was, you'd want him to tell you, then go tell him. If you'd rather not know, don't tell him. Hey babe, what's for dinner tonight? (laughs) It's a great question. Jana. <laughs> what do we? What You're do like, we usually do? When, <laughs> what are you cooking tonight, Jenna? Yeah. Well, yeah. when in doubt, we just resort to HelloFresh. You're obsessed with HelloFresh. Tell us why. Yeah, and I always thought I was a good cook until now. I think I actually am a better cook because of HelloFresh. Well, no, because you like repeat some of the meals that they've actually like brought to us. Yeah, because they've been fantastic. They're you know they they're time efficient. They're delicious. They feed our whole family, and there's a lot of uh, you know different options, so we're not cooking the same thing over and over again. Yeah, no, I think it's great because the fact that, you know, sometimes it's like we don't want to decide what we want for dinner. It's really nice to just be able to be like, hey, this is showing up at our door and that's what's for dinner tonight. Yeah, it's fantastic. And each box is made up of fresh and responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high rated trusted sources, which, you know, we don't get super lost in. But then we taste it like, holy crap, this stuff is amazing. So for a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes. Visit HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60 and enter Kramer60. It's like receiving six meals free. That's HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60 and enter Kramer60. Okay, so... You're going to have to bleep me for this, Easton, but we've got um, <laughs> we've got Erin Falconer in studio. Um, her book is called, Ready? How to Get <laughs> Done. Love it. Um, what inspired you to write this book? Uh, you know, I, uh, I moved down to Los Angeles from Canada about 15 years ago, and I had big dreams and uh, no real plan, and found myself uh, a couple years later in the fetal position crying on my bathroom floor when nothing had worked out. And over the course of figuring my life out, mm-hmm. um, I kind of, you know, I struggled a long, a long time, and then I finally got myself on the path to success. And uh, five years later, when I was asked to write this book, uh, I realized that I had not enjoyed or appreciated or acknowledged any of any of my success. I was just going, 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 going. Mm -hmm. And I had this kind of epiphany where it was like, it's not just about getting more stuff done. It's about getting the right stuff done. And so I that was kind of the idea behind this book. It's re 
defining the word productivity and specifically for women. Why, um, what do you think women like fail at the worst with, with that? Yeah, well, I think first of all, um, we're still kind of new to the workplace in, in relative terms. And so there's so much fear of, you know, being replaced if we're not doing enough. Um, we're never good enough. We're being judged on a whole different set of criteria. So there's all of that going on. And then we've got all of the um, family and lifestyle stuff to contend with, too. So, I mean, we talk about it's no secret that women are making less money and they're also doing oftentimes double the workload if you take into consideration the life aspect. So, well, yeah, we're doing work and then also kids stuff. So we're yeah, like double everything. Right. How, what is the best way to prioritize? Well, I think the very first thing is is to stop and throw out everything that you all the shoulds in your life of, you know, how you got here um, and ask yourself, what do I want to be doing? Who am I? Uh, what are my goals? What are my values? And then very in a very calculated way, spend three, four, five days and write down every single thing you're doing in a day from the time you get up to the time you go to sleep and put the first list about what you want to be doing and the second list of how you're actually spending your time and look at how very different those two things are and start to say, I need to be doing more things in my day that move the needle about in a very concentrated way in where I want to go. And without doing that very rudimentary analysis, you're just kind of spinning your wheels trying to get, again, more stuff checked off lists, which don't really move the needle for you. They're moving the needle for somebody else, right. somebody else's agenda. But if you're not being conscientious and conscious about um, where you're going and the moves you're making, you're helping somebody else get some their stuff done, not you. And that's why often at the end of the week, you feel so exhausted and you go, oh, where did the week go? You never want to be saying that, right? You want to right. know exactly where you spent your time. Then you can be tired, but you don't want to be exhausted, you know, like emotionally and from an energy point of view. Erin, you said something in there when you talked about having goals. Mm -hmm. And that's something I know early in my life I struggled with because, mm -hmm. you know, how detailed do you make your goals? How short term, how long term? Yeah. What kind of advice can you give for people, especially young professionals, to really mm -hmm. set goals, what kind, and how to get to them? Totally. Um, this is such a great question uh, because I get it all the time through my blog as well. You want to really find the balance. So you've got you to gotta find the dreamer in you, like what are those big goals that you want to achieve in life. But if you just have those, it's so hard to get to them that often if you're not getting there quick, you face a real lack of motivation and you're like, I'm not getting there. I'm not getting, I'm failing. So you want to have the big goals, but then you need to have the small micro goals, kind of like your monthly and your weekly uh, goals set out that are in. So in a very concentrated way, you've got small victories and a way to measure how you're going, you know, which way the winds are sailing and what track you're on mm -hmm. that are ultimately cumulatively moving towards those big benchmark bucket list dreams that you want to go to. So you, you want to think big. In other words, you can't just have small goals that are very achievable. That's boring and not inspirational. But you can't just have the big lofty goals without the smaller kind of tactical goals to make to get there. Love but it. I mean, like how, cause that, that sounds great. But then I'm like, but like, I feel like the, to jumpstart, it's like, how mm -hmm. do you jumpstart that? Well, the very first thing in my opinion that you have to do, and, and I say this for many things, but specifically for goals, and it sounds really simple, but it is to me, the core of everything. You have to sit with yourself and literally write things down, pen to paper or click words onto your screen. Uh -huh. I'm a pen to paper girl. Uh, start literally mapping it out. What are the things that make me tick? 
write a list. Mm -hmm. What are the jobs or what are the, the creative endeavors that I can do to get there? Write that down. Now, how do I take this and this? It's literally basic equations and you start to you start to get a map together. You start to get a plan together. Also, once you have things written down, you become uh, accountable. Mm -hmm. When you live in your head, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, da 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 But it, it, so many other things come into your brain and you kind of get off track. When you have something written down in black and white, it's the same thing also with having mentors, finding one or two really great mentors. They hold you accountable. So when you're talking to them, it's the same thing as writing it down. You can't kind of escape into the ether of like a busy day at the end of the day you still have that did i get did i move towards these goals or didn't i so um how can my husband help with because does that do you ever find that coming in where they can it's husbands either hurt that or help that w with your goals yeah well or in like productivity for women in general like yeah, do, you, I think, do, do we just not ask for help no, do we not like that's that's the big thing like i i find there in my experience the men in my in my life have been really willing to help. Mm -hmm. It's just that women in general think that they've always got the best way to do things. And so, like specifically, if you're talking about the home, it's like, ugh, he folded the laundry, and it's like, da 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 da. Well, I got to do that. Well, you know what? If he that, doesn't fold the towels right. I'm just saying he folds them wide ways and like fold them she skinny. Unfolds them every I, time I unfold, unfold them because I'm them. like, you're not folding them right. I'm like, how many times? Just don't do it. Right, <laughs> right. But so that, but that's a good example. There's yeah. the desire that to help, and really, in, 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 in how much mental energy are you eating up over these towels? I, I do the exact same thing, but it's like ask for help yeah. don't don't go in and say your dictate first of all it's a it's a it's a shared experience so what can you help with what do you, that's good what what am I what are my strengths in the house okay let's do that as opposed to dictating number one you want to have kind of a democratic conversation about you know because maybe he's likes doing dishes more and so that's what you should do you know but that's only going to come out from a conversation and then the second of all is there's no one right way to do things and sometimes women you need to let it go let those control things go so you can keep <laughs> that energy um for for stuff that moves your life forward in a meaningful way like towel folding doesn't you know what <laughs> i mean i think we can agree on that again i i do the exact same thing where i'm like Ooh, don't say anything don't say anything yeah and it's you just have to practice doing that Aaron, i like what you said about ask for help or you know ask for what you need yeah Going back for a second, when you're talking about, you know, you're kind of hitting the bottom out here in L.A., you're in a fetal position, you had all those feelings, nothing was working. Mm -hmm. Who did you reach out to? How did you get yourself, you know, into that line of goals and kind of climbing your way back out of that? Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, because I was kind of out here flying solo, which was like one of the big problems, um, what, I, I really relied on myself in that moment, right in that actual moment. Mm -hmm. And one of the scariest things in that moment was not that I didn't have... Uh, money. I had no car. My house was being foreclosed upon. All those things were terrifying. But the thing that was the most scary to me is that I moved down to Los Angeles because I heard a voice in myself. I listened to a voice in myself that said, I'm, you have this creative side of you. I was on a fast track to law school. I was a pro professional academic, A plus student, and I chose to throw all that away and listen to myself. And so when I was in those, that moment, I was like, I listened to myself and I was wrong, and and that was the scariest thing ever. And so once I had that realization, and I was you know sh shaking in my boots, like I don't I don't know who I am anymore because I trusted myself, and I that obviously didn't work. Then I was able to talk to um, two people in particular and say I'm having this feeling, and 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 it was through those conversations that said then you have to double down on that feeling, even though it feels like you have 
completely gone off off mm-hmm. track that's the only thing anybody ever has in life is that feeling and so it was it's a two-part to answer your question number one i had to rely on myself but it was through conversations with two people i respect dearly and are still very prominent in my life that that allowed me to still believe in that voice and i don't know if i would have believed in it still <laughs> given my situation if i hadn't have had um, the, the the voice of two people I really respected saying it's scary as hell, but you that's the only thing you have. That's amazing, that. especially because I feel like people have the misconception when they ask for help, they're expecting mm-hmm. handouts. Yeah. And that's not what these people gave you. They mm-hmm. just gave you the encouragement and the confidence to right. believe the, your initial feeling. So that's empowering. I, I like that. My whole really opi- cool. my my opinion is that asking for help is one of the strongest moves you can make. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And people... You know, people, a lot of times, there are two reasons people don't ask for help. Number one, because they think, ooh, I'm not, per- I don't want to show that I can't do this. And number two, oh, I don't want to bother that person. You know, I don't, they, they're very busy and da, da, da. The fact of the matter is, um, anytime I've ever asked for help, people have been so receptive. People want to help you. That is in you, that's human nature. And for me, when I get asked for help, I consider it an honor and a privilege. Yeah, right. Really, it's like yeah. if somebody trusts me to help them, especially with the really important stuff. So ask for help. Um, but don't ask for help if you haven't already done the work. Nothing irritates me more than somebody so that true. wants me to do the right. work for them. Yeah. You know, so there, there, we have to draw. It's like when someone says, like, I want help losing weight. Well, then put down the M&Ms. Exactly. It's like, I can't right. help you if you're not going to, like, yes. do your, exactly. your part of it. Exactly. So yeah. so once you've done the work and, and your intention to, to, to do well or get better, whatever it is, is there, ask for help. Where can um, listeners find you and like in, obviously your book and everything? Uh, yeah. So my book is available um, on Amazon, but I have um, a blog called Pick the Brain and I'm at Pick the Brain. Or- Which, by the way, Pick the Brain has been named to over 100 best of the web lists. Mm-hmm. And Forbes named it one of the top most. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> Thank That's you. Amazing. Do you have worksheets or a workbook? Yeah. The, well, in, the- in the book, there's at every chapter, there's a uh, there's a work section. It's a, That's so called- great. You know the, the first drill. woman in 10 years to write a productivity book. It's fantastic. Let I mean, me ask one more question. I'm sorry, honey. Cut you off. Babe, go. I, know, yeah. I know this is, you know, you kind of said it's, it's a, you know, a little bit more woman driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do say, and I struggle with this at times where even if I've had a productive day or what I feel like a, has mm-hmm. been a productive day, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm still just like, I feel like I could have done more. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the whole, like, I don't feel good enough feeling. Right. How do you, like give yourself the confidence to be like, no, I did enough. Is right. that is that checklist? What is it? Well, I mean, I think the thing is that when you're doing something you really, really love, so I, I think you've got to make a distinction. If you're doing some things that you really, really love and you're like, I feel like I could do more, I think that's just a natural passion. If you're if you're doing something that you don't love and you're like, in general, you're and you're like, I feel like I'd be doing more, I feel like I'd do more, that's just, that's, filling up uh, a hole that needs to be filled by something else right Mm -hmm. so I mean even when you're doing something that you really love you have to know that you are still central to that and you need to take time out for yourself you need to find balance for yourself these things are important for the longevity of your project right if you don't you so you need to make a choice am I going to sit here in guilt thinking that I could be still getting more done because I'm so excited about this or are you going to say I'm going to play the long game on this and make the tough choice to train myself to relax to do to find other to find balance in my life right because it's all about finding balance if you want to again play the long game so 
at the end of the day, making the choice to relax or go out for dinner or as long as it's a choice, you're doing well. But those are just as important as choosing to get one more thing done off off the list. So um, as long as you're making it a choice and you make that habit to make these choices, you become you feel less and less guilty because you've got control. When you're making choices, you've got control. I feel like it's so great for like guys too. Yeah. So it's like, why, why, why is it just focused on women? I want it. Yeah, I wanted to say. So the first half, there's two um, parts of the book, and the first half of the book is really talking about female and the female psyche and how we got the, uh, you okay. know, the history mm-hmm. of women in the workplace. The second part of the book is completely tactical and is completely gender neutral and I highly recommend reading it there are exercises at the end it's, so it's about time tracking really understanding how you're spending your time who you're spending your time with mm-hmm. is just as important as how you're spending your time because we all know they're the people that bring us down and the people that bring us up right and I always say the test is when your phone rings and you see the a name on the call display do you go Ugh, or do you go oh yes and you <laughs> jump to take it and you go, start, <laughs> start <laughs> analyzing that and yeah you know yeah, yeah. so yeah. so Anyway, so those are just some examples of, 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 and then how to use the internet in the most productive way, what apps to use, and so you can start freeing up your time um, with less menial tasks that don't really matter to you and drain your energy. So, How, how do we get rid of the... Oh. Well, the vampires. Yeah, yeah. Well, those, yeah. those are relationships. You're responsible for how people treat you, and you're responsible for the people in your life, right? And so if you're constantly picking up the phone call, up, up a phone call where you've got the, huh, well, then you're training that person to keep calling you and dropping those problems on, on your lap. Um, it's just that simple. Um, with 100% responsibility comes 100% freedom. You want to be free, take responsibility. Those, the, those people need to be marginalized or at least controlled um, where it's like if, if you're fine to hang with that person on Saturday afternoon or take a phone call, if you're fine with that, then you need to train them to be only calling you at that time. And how do you train them? Well, you don't answer the call when they call in the middle of the workday. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But so, I've told my dad not to leave me voicemails about 50 million times. Uh, he still leaves me a damn voicemail. Uh, voice- and I don't listen to it. Never listen <laughs> no. to a voicemail. Why are you leaving me a three-minute voicemail? And then they keep getting longer. I'm not listening to your voicemail. <laughs> your voicemail <laughs> is full. So it's like, how do you train someone that's not trainable? Right. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> I, think, I think in that scenario, you can just kind of see the humor in it because you're right. not it's not like you're taking the time to then listen to those messages yeah. and get back to him so it i think still that bothers me though it still annoys me right like, it's very I, I, how many I times have, have i told you that's the same problem with my mom she's leaving me these long voicemails i just don't listen to them so yeah the idea is if you want me to respond to something don't leave me a voicemail don't leave don't leave me yeah. a voice, me- voice message if text is better for you right then those are the things i'm going to respond to in yeah. a meaningful way otherwise you're sol like I'm, yeah. just, I'm not going to listen to this because you left <laughs> so it. you kind of just don't yeah. let it Fester. Yeah, because that's like what's the point? That's then ruining your yeah, activity. But I know three people, minutes out of my day that I don't want to listen to your message. It only has power if you, if you give it power. Ex- ex- right? Yeah, no, exactly, ex- exactly. It's like you've already read my book. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, but there, I know people that will listen to those messages and be irritated for three minutes listening like to it and then feel compelled yourself. to respond. Yeah. But that's on you. So you're, in my opinion, you're doing the right thing. I mean, you don't want to get aggressive with your dad and start, you know. I mean, fine. I have, but it's not healthy. I'm just like, I mean, like it's, I mean but, but then again, it's like, it makes me want to be angry because I've told him. Right. Don't leave me long messages. Mm-hmm. Don't, right. don't leave me a message at all. might be a generational yeah. It is. Thing. Absolutely. My mom <laughs> so does the same thing. It's frustrating. It's so annoying. Yeah. And then I'll call her right back and she'll say, did, did you, you listen, listen to, to my, my message? Voice? No. 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 
<laughs> no, I didn't because I didn't want you to leave me a message. Yeah. Yeah. We've gone over this. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like there's a lot of insightful stuff that we can all take, you know, very to heart. So thank you. Well, I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much. Yeah, thank you. So I'm really excited because I launched my business today, the Moms and Babes Box. And what really makes me happy is the fact that if I need to mail letters or packages with my small business, it's so great because I use stamps.com. Um, you can get postage on demand. And it's so great because in the very beginning, I'm like, I don't know how much these boxes weigh. Well, no problem because they actually send you a scale. So with stamps.com, you can access all the amazing services at the post office right from your desk 24-7. So on your time when you want to get your work done, which is great because I do a lot of my work when Jolie goes to bed at 8 o'clock. So right now, use Jana for this special offer. It includes up to $55 of free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. So do not wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Jana. That's stamps.com. Enter Jana. You know, and also, I have to tell you, I've been having some voices, okay, outdoor voices. They make high-quality active apparel to take you from the gym life to everyday life, seamlessly and fashionable, and which is I think is great because, you know, when I... I work out, but I also like to just live in nice workout clothes. Of just, course. Like, Go to I the feel grocery like store. 100%. Honorans. Like, I feel like mom life is just automatically, like, yeah, go. Just go, go, go. Easy, comfortable mm-hmm. clothes yeah. that you can um, just, you can, they're, they're made to sweat in. They're available for both men and women. So my men listeners, mm. this is for you, too. Um, everything's great. I mean, you've got running shorts. You've got the leggings. I mean, it's not for just working out. It's for everyday lifestyle. So it's working out, it's hiking, it's mom life, it's spit up, it's all of it. And (laughs) with Outdoor Voices for 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Jana and enter Jana. That's OutdoorVoices.com slash Jana and enter Jana. So I'm really excited because I have, I never thought I would say this, by the way, my business partner yeah. <laughs> in, no, in studio today, um, Miss Sarah Boyd. Hey. 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 Um, Sarah, for everyone here can, and my listeners, obviously, can you just tell everyone what you do? Because we not only work together on our new business, but we also work together on Instagram and socials. So boom. Go. Yeah. So uh, my background is in PR. I did that for about 10 years, started my own company seven years ago, where we do events where we connect people in the influencer space. And then we also represent and manage celebrities in the digital space. So we help them advise, monetize, do all the things in terms of social and digital. Which is amazing. So wow. name some of your clients. Jana Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Olivia Colpo, Jamie Chung, Kat Sadler, um, we've got about 19 of them. So, yeah. And then the Bachelor people, you've got yep. ben, ben, Higgins, ben. Higgins, Lauren Bushnell, mm-hmm. Ali Fedotowski. Does that ever get weird? Because they like were... No. Well, I actually met him when <laughs> they were dating. Engaged. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but he's like the nicest human ever. I don't know if you've met him, but he... I have. Well, and he does an iHeart yeah. podcast yes. too. So he's definitely like in the fam. And so. you know Lauren. She's yeah. also... I love, I love Lauren. But that's every time... Now I meet... Like when I met Ben, I almost wanted to be like... By the way, I'm friends with Lauren. Is that okay? Like, do, will, you, do like, will you still like me? I don't know. No, he doesn't but. care. He's the nicest human I think I've ever met in my life. And Lauren's the same. So they're, yeah. they're super, like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, and Sarah, like, you know, what's so great, too, is, you know, she's introduced me to, I feel like you're kind of the reason why Michael and I got pregnant, because you're the one that introduced oh. me to, well, not, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was okay. right no. there. Okay. No, because you introduced me to the Ava bracelet, yes. too. So, I mean, there's so many things oh, that, like, true. are really cool that kind of come in through social media. And, yeah, you know, of course, like, we put ad on our Instagram stuff, but it's not, it works. Everything's very, like, authentic. Like, you make sure that, like, everything fits with, you know, what I do and everything so I think yeah. that's really cool no Ava was great but then I also love just connecting you with other people in social like mm-hmm. that whole trip we did to Napa and you met all of these girls that now you work with like right that's also part of what I do too is connecting well speaking of the Napa trip that's when I came up with this idea uh-huh. so um you know we've had there's there's a ton of box subscriptions there's you know there's a lot of them but for me personally like as a mom I have a really hard time just buying something for myself right usually I buy something just for like Jolie and Michael's always like I will go shopping, right, babe? And then I'll be like, I got to get something. But I end up just leaving with stuff for Jolie. Yeah, either and stuff for Joey or me. stuff for me because you get super guilty for whatever reason. Jana's like, is. I want to go buy a bathing suit. Then we get to the store. She's like, No, I'm okay. I know. I and then I don't. And then I, and I still, and what did I do? I went to Target. So I was like, well, like yeah. oh, I'd love to go to right. Nordstrom to get a bathing suit for a baby moon. And then I was like, no, it's it's okay. But like Jolie got something, Mike got something. But I, for some reason, like have a really hard time with like getting stuff for myself. So then I was like, man, like I've never known of a box subscription where it could be like moms and kids. Right. So obviously Sarah's in this world and she's, you know, amazing relationships with like brand people. She's got a daughter the exact same age as Jolie. And so I came to her with this idea and it was called something before. And then we were kind of brainstorming and we came up with the moms and babes box and she was like, I want to be a part of it. And now she's just been so instrumental in making sure like, you know, getting brands and just like, I mean, you are like the brand genius behind this box. So <laughs> like, just thank you. But I'm so excited. So we want to, this is today is official launch day. And this is what's box. in this box. Yeah. So we kind of want to run down the products of what's wow. in the box. So it's really cool. Um, yeah. Today is official launch of the box. So you can go, I'm um, Sarah, I'll let you, cause you're like the. The business one. The business side of it. I'm like, what? you know, I'm just like, this is the box. That was my idea. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, now, come on, give us give us the deets. No, like today, we've been planning this for how many months now? It Forever. has been a labor of love. Yeah. And um, we're so excited that it's happening. Um, so, you, yeah, it's momsandbabesbox.com. Mm-hmm. And you can get one of three boxes, or you can get all three if you want. Um, there's <laughs> an infant box, a toddler box, and a mom box. So depending on how old your kid is, or if you just want to be completely selfish, which is okay. And by the way, the mom box, Let's just talk about that. Oh, the mom yeah. box is wow. actually the the most expensive box. Yes. Um, it's retailed for two forty eight, but you can get it for fifty nine ninety nine. Um, they've got the amazing uh, concealer. There's a restorative mask that's actually fifty six dollars, but again, the box is only fifty nine mm-hmm. ninety nine. And then there's the there's a bronzer. There's a um, a watermelon face mask. There's a uh, Preet hair growth growth serum. There's a skin ink serum for your face, which is again insane. Um, so the mom box is like loaded with my favorite. So even if you're not a mom, this mom box is like banging with like the best pro- like face products. Yeah, it's amazing. And uh, you know, we wanted to create something that was good for moms that are busy and they're tired and they right. don't feel like going out and shopping <laughs> and they need something to like kind of pick them up. So a face mask, your hair is yeah. falling out, hair growth serum, you <laughs> your know, eyes are tired, mom life concealer. I know. So that one, yep. that one definitely has the best, you know, best value. But th- again, for me, why I started this is because I wanted to have something where it was, I got something, but also my kids. So there's an infant and a toddler box where 
um, some stuff is for the infant and then some stuff for the mom. So in the infant, there's the, we, we want to talk about the infant box. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys know about Aiden and Anais. They are like the very best. My son lived in a swaddle. I had like 15 of them and used them for everything. So they put a swaddle blanket in. Um, there's also, also this brand called BB love and it's whenever I give my daughter a bath, she's screaming because water gets in her eyes. So this is a little hat they wear in the bathtub. So the water doesn't get in their (laughs) eyes. I saw that on Instagram. Um, Sprout, a pouch from Sprout. And then Wellaments put two products in, which is the vitamin D drops and gripe water. So gripe water, just side note, I give every new mom gripe water. It's like the saver. It's a secret. Yeah. Yeah. I discovered it three months in and I was like, wait, what? Yeah. It gets rid of hiccups. It's, it's like savior. Absolutely. Um, so that's in there. And then the Bordeaux's butt paste. The best. The best butt paste <laughs> on the market. But then we don't want to forget the mom because yes. we also have the bronzer to make you feel like looking pretty. And then a, a really nice face mask too um, to go in with that. And then the toddler box, um, again, like all my daughter really cares about right now is just like coloring. So there's crayons and chalk and then the um, a great bath set. And then, of course, you know, um, the the skin ink, which is heaven on earth. And this baby magic bath set, yeah. My son's six, and I still use this. Well, it's good stuff for your skin. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And you want to keep that baby smell as long as you can. I know. I know. So we're we're just really excited about it. Again, it launches today. You can go to um, www.momsandbabesbox.com, and boxes are fifty nine ninety nine. But go ahead, my business lady. Oh, we've got a code for you. It's uh, for ten dollars off your first box. You can use moms and babes. So use that. You get $10 off your first box. If you want just one box, you can do that. Or you sub- could subscribe for, you know, to get it every quarter. So every three months, if you do that, you get another 10% off. So double the savings, people. Yeah, yeah. If people sign up for the subscription, can they change what box they want to get? Or if they sign up for mom, just the mom's Good box, they, that they is a only great question, Mike. Please yes. answer. You can log in and you can change it anytime because, you know, obviously your baby's going to get older. Um, so you can change, you know, we have a lot of questions too. Like I have a toddler and an infant. Can I switch back and forth? Yes. You can yeah. log in whenever you want and change your next box. Is it monthly? Is it quarterly? Quarterly. 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 Yeah. And Mike, are you going to add a dad box? <laughs> dads and dudes. You want to do a dads and dudes yeah, box? Dad I just don't think guys would buy subscription boxes. But the wives would buy. Wives Easton, would you? Easton would, yeah. Maybe if you did, if we did something where you did, you know, you guys do quarterly, right? But then you do a fifth bonus box or something. Oh, for, that'd be cute. Mike. Yeah. Hey, keep that around, baby. That's a, that's a great idea. We should do a dads and dudes just for like one run. Just like for Father's the wives. Day. For yeah. Father's oh, Day. Oh my God. Wow. You guys are not getting a percentage. <laughs> 100% goes to me. Yeah. <laughs> we should throw some beer in there. Like yeah. make it yeah. like dude friendly. Some beef jerky. Dude. Super that's fun. Awesome. That's a really good idea. Like You're good. welcome. Yeah. Thanks, babe. <laughs> well, Sarah, thank you like seriously so much. I'm really excited for our launch today. And Yay, um, to all the moms out there again, like this is this is great for you. You can share it and the whole thing. It's about just like having a box that comes for both of you guys. And again, don't feel don't feel bad about being selfish if you just want your own box for yourself or if your kids are outgrown the toddler because the mom box is yeah. banging. And it's a great gift for new moms, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I remember when I had a baby, I had a hundred flower bouquets and they died in a week. Yeah. Like this is such a great gift that keeps giving right. for a new mom that needs it. So. www.momsandbabesbox.com. Yay. So, for my readers out there, The New Yorker is an iconic magazine that represents the best writing in America today. Do you guys read The New Yorker? I love The New Yorker. You do? I really do. And 
I, but I'm the kind of person who loves to have paper in my hands. Mm-hmm. I love to read the actual newspaper. I yeah. always buy the paper magazines. But the New Yorker is, it's just lasted forever because it's iconic and the writing, the articles, the journalism is, you know, it surpasses everyone else. I feel like you can get kind of everything you want to out of, it's like you can get fashion, you can get it's, politics, it, yeah, you can get everything. sports. It's reliable and that's why it's lasted through this dig- digital age because, I mean, it's the New Yorker. Right. The thing is they can write about anything yeah. and make it fascinating. Right. That's what you, you really like. Oh, right. Mm, do I, am I interested in that? By a paragraph in, you're like, yes, I am interested in this. And then and you can learn. They hook you. you. I think it's cool so much. because yes. you can you can actually choose between between print, digital, or a combo. So I mean, you like to you know hold something in your hand. Right. This is actually you can you can print it out um, with that subscription. So you subscribe to the New Yorker and read something that means something. So do not wait. Go to newyorker.com/jana. Listeners of the podcast save fifty percent. That's huge. When they enter code JANA. With this special offer, you'll receive 12 issues for just $6. Plus, get the exclusive New Yorker tote bag. That's 12 issues for $6 and a free tote bag when you go to newyorker.com slash JANA. Um, hey, I just have to tell you really fast about my hair. Because it's really nice right now. And that's because I'm taking Sugar Bear hair. Um, I actually had a friend too, Missy, texted me and she said, Hey, does Sugar Bear hair really work? And I was like, yeah, girl. Like, it really does. Um... I don't even know if I'm going to put my extensions back in because that's how well they're working. It's as much vitamin A as four cups of broccoli, as much vitamin C as one cup of cranberries, and as much vitamin B12 as four organic eggs. Um, it's also great for your nails and your skin, too. So go to sugarbearhair.com slash Jana for beautiful hair and healthier you. Sugarbearhair.com slash Jana. Sugarbearhair.com slash Jana. All right, guys, we have an incredible guest in our studio today, Malika Chopra. There we go. There's some good energy for the studio. Um, No relation to actual the the. uh, He's my father, Deepak. Yeah. Deep. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Unless you were talking about someone else. Would you like? Okay, and I love. What'd you say? I just love Deepak. Every time his name is brought up, I just get goosebumps. Like I've read everything, and I worked with him at Oprah. So oh, you know, you it's like he was the most incredible person I was ever like in front of, talent-wise, wow. because he's so smart and so present. So anyway, and is that how you kind of now followed his path in a way? Somewhat, you know. I found my own path actually when I became a mom. So mm-hmm. we grew up with my dad, you know, doing his thing, but we never really engaged in it that much mm-hmm. until it became more relevant to our own lives so i mean and now you're an author which is incredible you have a new book out called just breathe yes right meditation mindfulness movement and more so what is what is one thing that like more americans can be doing of is just breathing and being more mindful of what they're doing in their daily life or yeah so i wrote this book when um my kids were about six to 10 years old mm-hmm. and it's a book, an illustrated guide on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, motivation for kids uh, written for eight to 12 year olds. And I really took inspiration from my own life. I learned how to meditate when I was nine and um, really have had like a career of seeing how these practices affect families and children. And so I wanted to write something that was for kids. Can you share with us 
a mindfulness activity that moms can do with their kids when they first wake up in the morning or right before they go to sleep? Or are there two different ones that we can do in the morning and at night? Yeah, so there are so many simple techniques. And that's why in this book, I really focused on one to two minute techniques. So the first one is literally just breathing. So Mm -hmm. um, just taking a deep breath, breathing in, say to the count of three, pausing and then breathing out and what that does is often take us from like an automatic fight flight anxiety response to situations to being more grounded Um, but what I do suggest to do with kids is uh, at the end of the day think about something that you're grateful for Uh, and that's a really nice way to just kind of anchor the day and then in the beginning of the day what I try to do is set an intention for the day So think of something you want to experience today, whether it's like connecting with a friend or feeling inspired or having energy. So those are simple things to do with kids. Those are great. Those are great activities. What do you suggest in the middle of a meltdown with a toddler to bring them back into the moment? So I think I suggest first um, a parent stop and take a deep breath so actually um it's literally stop uh s is for stop t is for take a breath o is just observe what's happening in your body and then react because um when kids have tantrums they also are reflecting often what the parent and how they're reacting so um and then i actually you know we used to do things like take a time in instead of a time out mm-hmm. um so again just focusing on breathing um and sometimes you just got to let the kid have the tantrum and just be present and let them do it and then they'll get over it and you move on. How about teens? Tweens and teens. Can we use the same techniques with them or is there something else that works better with say teen girls who are a little over emotional and um, having trouble, you know, staying grounded and all of that. So I have two girls. Um, they're 16 and 14. So we're oh. in the midst <laughs> of the teenage thing. Yeah. Um, and teens definitely, um, and especially girls, there are so many issues, boys and girls, but from social media to body image to bullying to mm-hmm. all the cattiness. And so that's actually why I wrote this book um, is to start giving kids empowering tools to think about how they want to control their own life. So um, I do recommend, again, short exercises where kids can just find some quiet um, because then they get more connected with themselves and can approach every day um, feeling more empowered in knowing who they are and that they actually control situations and how they react to things. So the book is actually filled with many, many exercises really focused on that age group. What's the worst habit that we can do um, when like our daughter's having a temper tantrum? Like what's the worst thing that we can either, is it turning on the TV? Is it giving them food? Like what's the worst thing to like stop them from their temper tantrum? So I think it's different ages. You said you had- She's uh, two and a half. Yes, two and a half. Um, I think with a two and a half year old, it's very different than a 14 year old. So um, a two and a half year old, you know, sometimes they, that's how they're starting to express themselves. So um, I think not reacting to them. In fact, I think often um, parents get really angry or frustrated. Mm -hmm. Let them kind of- act it out um, but also let them know that that's not not don't give in to what they're having the temper tantrum for because I think once you start doing that you actually create a pattern for their whole life that they know that if they throw a tantrum they may get the benefit of it so um, for that age I would recommend it as kids grow older especially in the teenage years 
what I've learned from my daughters is um, if you engage too much in the drama, for example, like they've had some fight with their friend and suddenly, you know, you're involved in all the melodrama of it. Often um, their stories are really um, exaggerated versions of what happened. So don't kind of just immediately jump on the bandwagon with their emotional drama. Mm-hmm. Malika, in all the work that you've done with children, is there a big, uh, you know, change or discrepancy between what you'd advise adults to practice in mindfulness and meditation as opposed to kids? Like, is it just more sim- simplistic for children or is it kind of the same? Honestly, structure? it's the same thing. So one of the feedbacks I'm getting from my book, which was written for eight to 12 year olds, is mm-hmm. that a lot of adults are saying <laughs> it's the easiest meditation book they've read. Really? Um, I think a lot of, especially for adults, there's a lot of intellectualization of this stuff when honestly it's really simple. It's just simple techniques of breathing, being quiet, observing your body, being mindful. So mindful walking, mindful eating, Mm -hmm. things like that. It doesn't have to be complicated. Um, What I would recommend, and this is a strong parenting advice to parents who are listening out there, is don't force your kids to meditate. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that from my own experience with my dad, which is um, rather as parents do your practice and your kids will follow you and um, kids also let them try it for a minute, 30 seconds, five minutes, you know, let them figure it out. And that's why I wrote this book to empower kids directly rather than kind of going through parents. That's amazing. Now I, the last couple of years I've tried to get into some kind of meditation practice and I have ADD and I have a hard time and I've tried my, um, like guided meditation. That's Mm -hmm. what I found when I can do it, that's kind of the route I go. Do you have any suggestions for with, you know, children with short attention spans or adults like myself that kind of have that same issue? Yeah. So the main thing is don't get stressed about not meditating because that's besides the point. <laughs> um, and so, uh, no, it's so true. Cause even with the guide, I'm like, they're like, think about a stream. And I'm like, what am I doing tomorrow? And I'm like, Oh God, I'm supposed to be meditating. And then I'm yeah. just like, Oh, this is stupid. It's not working. And then I'm right. done. Exactly. Right. So yeah. Your mind is always going to wander we cannot technically empty our minds. That's like, that's a misperception. Um, And so, you know, and meditation is not about like sitting in lotus position and just being still. So the goal of this book is to present many different techniques Mm -hmm. and figure out what works for you. So for some people, um, they need to move. And that's a big part of kids. Um, So that's why maybe it's movement, meditation, walking, meditation, yoga poses for many people, even in their runs and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, So, you know, there are many different techniques. Um, So like when he's working out, in the garage, like yeah. lifting weights, like he can do a guided meditation during that well, time. Well, not even that. I would say even be just observe what your body is going through, but try to do it without music, right. you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, that you're really more aware of your body. So that's just a really simple way to be more mindful of your body and what you're going through. I think so many of us distract ourselves constantly with either podcasts or news or hey. um, <laughs> music, etc. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, just this one. But, you know, try to spend two minutes just being quiet and actually observing your body and you will see that you start um, feeling more connected. I like what you said about don't feel stressed about not meditating. And so like, yeah, Jan, that's like what holds what, me back. That's yeah, why like I don't Jana do it. said, is that still beneficial uh, meditation? If you're sitting there and you're thinking about maybe the rest of your day, you're thinking about what you have coming up this week, but you're still just sitting there and being present. That is that still beneficial? Yes. So it is. And the, again, there are some techniques that help you um, kind of 
deal with wandering thoughts. So one meditation I recommend is just repeating the words, I am, mm -hmm. I am. And now yes. what happens is your attention will drift away. That's totally normal, natural, and exactly what your mind's supposed to do. And actually, um, one can learn from the fact that if you can't slow your mind down, it actually probably means you need it more. Um, and so actually just even having that racing mind is a form of releasing stress. Um, and so, you know, it actually has many benefits, even just sitting. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> well, I think that's really amazing. So where um, your book now is out. I mean, everywhere, right? Yeah, so people just can read. They will be out everywhere. Amazon bookstores, too. Amazon, okay. wherever. So. And then where else can our listeners find you? So I have a website, malikachopra.com. It's M-A-L-L-I-K-A chopra.com. And um, I have several books and blog and all over. So you can find everything there. <laughs> well, just thank Google. you. I'm, I'm excited because I need to just, I think a good tip is just to start, even if it's two minutes, to not even listen to the radio. Absolutely. And just to... You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Fascinating. I love Incredible. It. Thank you mm -hmm. so much. Thanks, Great. love. Thank you Thank for you having Malika. me. Bye. So we got a lot of emails, and I really enjoy the genre of email. We got busted doing it. What do you mean? Because last week you talked about how <gasps> oh, that's fun. You were with your boyfriend. <laughs> oh, bust! Oh, and like, then you yeah. had to confess to your mommy yeah, yeah. to put the letter under the door. That was hilarious. We have a bunch of these. So this is from uh, an anonymous emailer. Big fan, by the way. Been following you since the Wintry Hill days as a country music artist. I saw you play in Utah once. Your podcast is the first podcast I've ever listened to, and I can't thank you enough for it. Wow. Isn't that sweet? That's very sweet. I she appreciate was, that. She was 16, just short of her 17th birthday. Her boyfriend was 18. We were at my house, and my parents were at a party. We were just about to do the thing when we heard my parents come home. I've never seen a person get dressed so fast. He hid, and I just laid in my bed completely covered up. And when my parents came in, I pretended I didn't feel good and said it must have been something we ate on our date. Classic. My parents left, <laughs> and we continued to have sex. Uh, no! We resumed. That's amazing. Wait, get the on parents yeah. went upstairs? I guess, and they just continued. And then, But then the little <sighs> plot twist, I guess. She says, my number is one. That was my boyfriend, Kyle. He is now my husband. Aww. See, I love that. We've been together okay. since I was 14. I'm 32 Whoa. now. Wow. And we're pregnant with and our first baby. Wow. What a story. Isn't See, that I think that's amazing. Do you think they ever told that's her parents? That's what I want to know. Please. I mean, yeah. you're married with a kid. You have to tell your parents. Yeah. That's so if funny. If you haven't, tell yeah. it. Because I think that's a really funny story. On Christmas like, Eve. Yeah. After Just a few glasses of wine. Yeah. If not, you need to find her and have her on. And then have her call her parents. Oh, that'd be so funny. <laughs> that's so fun. I would love that. I know that's really, really, really cute. All right. The next email, we actually have the caller on the line. So let me give oh, you her situation. Nice. We're like, you can this directly okay. with her. She's going to remain anonymous for this. Okay. This is a tough situation. My boyfriend of three years and the father of two of my children. How old is she? Oh, okay. Uh, she's so 25. She's 25. Three he, kids. He boyfriend. cheated on me when I was seven months pregnant. Mm -hmm. Before cheating, we'd fight about commitment. I want to be married. I'm 25. We have kids, a house. We run a business together. We have a golden retriever. But he refused. I mean, perfect picture family. Yeah. yeah, but he refused, which made me always feel like there was something wrong with me. He talked to his ex all the time. I'd catch him. He texted her on Mother's Day of 2017 if she ever wanted to have sex. <gasps> she put a screenshot of that on Facebook. Thank you. <sighs> Wait, I'm sorry. Repeat that? So she, uh, on Mother's Day of 2017, her yeah. boyfriend texted his ex saying, want to have sex? And the ex no. put that up on Facebook. And uh -uh. So now everyone knows. Oh, no. my no. So he cheated. She says, I came back after the cheating. He cheated again with a different girl. I actually showed up at her house. Aww. 
Here we are still together. Now our battle is him constantly accusing me of cheating, which I've of never course, done. Of course, because that's what the that's cheater the does. Right. Yeah. But the biggest slap in the face was him saying he will not touch another woman and he will marry me okay. if I agree to have threesomes occasionally throughout our marriage. Oh my God. I have cried for hours. I what love him. He makes me girl. laugh. He supports me and the kids, but I do not think I can accept these terms. And I cannot accept him seeing someone else. By the way, your oh my God, Jen, was very um, judgmental and shaming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I just, no. that was the icing on the That's cake for Wait, and she's anonymous, just, so we don't know her she's name. She's anonymous, okay. and she's on line 11, and here she is. Oh, God. It would, I just want to say. Hello? Hi. Hi. <laughs> my anonymous girl. We're all just like, okay, so you have um, me, Jen, my husband, and then the rest of the studio, Easton, Mark, Tori. Um, <laughs> we just read your email. Okay. I feel like a moron. <laughs> Let, okay, well, first no, of all, do not feel like not. a moron. Everyone just needs to take a big, deep breath right now. Ready? <sighs> okay, who wants to go first? <laughs> um, honey, do you want to go first on this one? Oh, anonymous. Um my heart honestly yeah, breaks for I know. you. My, my heart, heart is hurts. breaking. Yeah, we feel, we have a lot of empathy in the studio right now for you. And unfortunately, at least for me, um, kind of with the, the final, his terms of occasional threesomes, that is not something that you should not be in a position to have to agree to for someone to marry you, first of all. Second of all, even if you did, okay, then you're just opening the door for him to, to cheat even Agreed. more or do any more because if he tries to throw that at your face, well, I technically slept, slept with another woman with you and it was a threesome, so why can't I? It's just going to, it's a whole And your insecurities of- are about yourself mm-hmm. and like are only going to get worse too with the fact that, you know, it's, I mean, that's, that's, could you live, like, is that something like, do you love him enough to be able to live with that? So, um, to be honest, I, I, I have already given him one, okay, <laughs> before our daughter came into this world. Mm. And um, afterwards, I just felt ashamed, for one, because, like, I had to get drunk to do it. <laughs> and for two, like, I just felt, like, I felt dirty. Like, I was, like, I, I shared something that I, like, I hold, like, between him and I, like, our our bedroom life is very intimate to me and, like, it's supposed to be between two people, and I'm just, I'm a firm believer of that. And I was like, you know, I, I disregarded my own morals for him, and mm-hmm. I, I struggled with it really bad afterwards, and he just had, like, no compassion. He was like, I don't understand. It's supposed to be fun. And I'm like, it wasn't fun. Like, it broke my heart to see mm-hmm. you with another woman. Like, it, it just, like, and so, like, when the cheating did happen, all I could think of is, like, how that, that scenario went. And I just like and like I tormented myself with like oh of this course. is what happened like I you ruminated yeah <laughs> with these new girls <laughs> and I was just you know I I just don't think I like I told myself like I just don't think it'd be fair like I was like how would you feel if we flipped the tables you know and you had to see me with another man like and he's like well I kill him <laughs> right <laughs> yeah how do you expect me to not feel these things like I'm human and he just he's like it's totally different girls change down there whenever they. Or with another man. I'm just like, what? what? Oh, my <laughs> like, God. What? Yeah, he's delusional. Yeah. <laughs> that is complete delusional. I mean, and here's the thing. Like, 
sure this could work for some couples you know where they this you know i've i've known couples yeah that do that and it's fine fine for them it's fine for the woman it's fine for them everything's great but you you like your i like i feel your heart hurt you know it's like i feel Mm -hmm. your like pain like i i and that's like you don't i understand you guys have three kids together and i know that's got to be so hard because you want to like and you want to be married. You want to just be with him. And, you know, he does sound like he does support you on other things and he's good to you in other places. But that's just that's just so unhealthy, it sounds like to me, for you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys gone to couples therapy? No, he is. Um, he is like completely against any emotional oh, tie to like anyone, really. Like even with our kids, like he has a hard time. How old is he? He's 25 as well. Mm-hmm. And I know he's young. <laughs> we started having baby. He had his first. Yeah, but young or not, I know 25-year-olds right. that would not put someone in this situation. No. You know, like, so I, I just, it's, it's. I don't think it's about being young. And, and, I mean, sure, you could use that excuse, but I don't think that's. Well, his parents are so different. Like, his upbringing was so different than mine. Like, we kind of have, we like, we've argued in the past, like, my family is more, you know, we, we celebrate birthdays and we we talk about feelings and his family's like business 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 like don't Mm -hmm. show emotion love is weakness like he he just been raised that way even his mother is that way and i like i i struggle with them like i don't understand how you have like no softness like where's the where's the soft part of the human being like it's yeah business is great and all but like at the end of the day who do you share it with you know if you're closed off so so much like i don't want my children to be closed off and have an emotional problem <laughs> like no I don't know. yeah no I hear I you and then and also like too with it it's like you you know can you live your life because again if you guys if you agree to this you like like everyone said here he's gonna cheat again like are you right. okay with that him cheating again like is that the is that which would, would you be okay with that no I mean like it drives me insane like I yeah last, I caught my, like I mean I lost it this last time my packed all my kids in the car and well that's the thing you don't want your kids around that you know i mean that's just i mean you don't want them to grow up thinking that's what a relationship is yeah and my dad was a cheater so i think like Mm. i'm like oh my gosh it's karma getting back at first of all don't ever say that it's not Mm -hmm. karma babe sometimes you know we we see the good in people and unfortunately things happen and it but it's nothing that you did there's no karma in that situation at all yeah we might have picked people like our our father but we you have a chance not to change that you have a chance to be able to you know and they can still have a great relationship with him and you guys can co-parent amazing but you should find someone that wants the same things as you which is passion and intimacy and just you and in that the relationship and, yeah, and, and a relationship commitment. commitment that's for both of you you know not not bringing in other people i think a so good I plan <laughs> i think you I should start going to individual therapy mm-hmm. because i think if you start spending time talking to a therapist for 45 minutes a week and unloading you you need to release a lot of this and you also need to build up your self-esteem. Yeah. Um, so that you so can that make you can the right leave. decisions. Because I mean, girlfriend, put your put your walking shoes on. Yeah. That's you my You deserve opinion. so much more. So and much. you are so young. You have just, so much time to restart, yeah. you know? 
And then my... years down the line, you're gonna, th- you're gonna think, "Thank God, I got out of that yes. cage that I yeah. was trapped in." Because they're not all like that. Especially now, and I can understand where therapy might seem scary, but also financially, it can be a struggle sometimes because I understand that stuff gets pricey. But it would be worth the investment. It would be worth looking into. And like mm-hmm. Mark just said. Unless you're, gonna, you're, you're okay to cut back. ties now, because if you can do it now. Yes, but even so, I still think you should unload well, this stuff to somebody. But mm-hmm. you, you're going to look back, like Mark just said, you know, when you're like 30, and thank God that you did this now because your kids are going to be in a better place. You're mm-hmm. going to be in a better place. And like you said earlier, that, you know, your kids, you don't want your kids to be exposed to this. Well, now's your time to make the decision to make sure that they're not. And it doesn't sound like to me like he's going to wake up and change his mind and all of a sudden be like, oh, you know what? I want like just you and I'm right. going to I'm going to I'm going to no. work on myself. And no. so he doesn't it sounds sound like, like a lifestyle that... he's going to continue to yeah. live. I, I guess like, my biggest fear is like he's for like the past three years. He's told me like you should appreciate the fact that I'm being honest with you. Most men won't be. Like, don't I'm hide really, behind I'm that. Telling you, um, <laughs> he's, all men feel this way. That's like, great that he's honest, but that's not the kind of person you want. Like, he's you know manipulating what I mean? you. Yeah, I mean that's total yeah. manipulation. And I mean, Mike, you could be like, yeah, I, well, I, yeah, I told you I cheated, but you know, I'm gonna, I want to keep doing it. Well, okay, thank you for telling me, but See I don't want to be. In, but I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be with someone that's not going to be faithful in our marriage and. Or that wants to do these things like, no, that's not what I that's not what I want. And yeah, I mean, again, kudos for him for telling you the truth. But at the same time, like that's not what you want at the end of the day with what he's now asking you to do. Exactly. Like I just and I don't like I I like listen to your podcast. Right. And you had like said things like how you guys like would approach each other with it and how to deal with it. And like I finally like broke down and I was like, I just need you to tell me like what I didn't give. Like, what was I not giving? Like, tell me where I was lacking in this relationship because I've given you my everything. Like, I've given you more than I have anyone. You know, I even put him before my kids sometimes. And what do you say? I think it's just that I just, if I could line up a girl, a role of girls, I would just want to try them all, you know? <laughs> Well, it sounds like he has a serious issue. Yes, and and let me just say this, too. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that you even had to ask him that question, mm-hmm. and I understand why you'd make it personal. And when Jan and, I, Jan and I have gone through our stuff, you know, she still has issues with personalizing it. But just know, it, honestly, it has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. It has, and by the it, way, it he has, says that now, and I still am like, no, it does. I don't look yeah. like this, and I don't look like this, but it... it, it but when you're in your healthy brain, you can you can be like, okay, it really doesn't. Yeah. So Jana still struggles with that. And that's something that I still try to articulate and explain to her. But it's very, very difficult. So I'm not saying it's easy that all of a sudden you can just flip a switch. But just know, try to remind yourself, this honestly has nothing to do with you. And we are not just saying that because Jana and I live that every day. Okay. Yeah. And I still struggle with it. So it, it but it really, truly, it's it has no, it really doesn't have anything to do with you you did not do anything wrong nope. and you're going to be okay but you need to you need to get you need to talk to someone and 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 get in a better place for you and those kids lean on the people that love you and support you okay get help okay. with the kids where you can take care of yourself because you can't do anything for those kids until you take care of yourself we're rooting for you girl thank you guys okay thanks for your honesty All right, thank you for sharing no problem. Have a good day, guys. All right, you too. You too. You too. All right, bye. <sighs> Holy that sucks. moly! 
Wow. I hope she leaves. I, I know hope I she hate, does too. But I hate to... saying that because it's like I always want to like give someone the like, but he does not sound like he is willing no. to try to be a pet or bird. But uh, even again, again, it's not even just about being 25 or being a child. It's like he just, he's not willing to like. I don't mean he's a child because he's 25. I mean yeah. in his brain, yes. he's a child. He's, yeah, like yeah. A, he's like a 15-year-old kid looking at dirty magazines. He's yeah. a sociopath. Yeah. Lifestyle. I, w- yeah. I, I wonder, I was going to ask, but I didn't want her to feel obligated to answer and give up any information. But I wonder, if, you know, geographically and demographically where, you know, geographically where they live. Mm. And if it's, I was thinking the same thing. You know what I mean? But I didn't, like, I, I thought wanna, it, she would be afraid that it would give something away. I know. Right. But, um... Especially having kids that are young I and know. multiple, I just. She mm. really needs to work on herself because she needs to build up her. It just breaks my heart. Self confidence because I just so hope she leaves. Because if not, she's going to have a miserable freaking life with him. So she know. hasn't been able to do anything for herself since she was seventeen. I know she's twenty five because she's just been having kids. Yeah, okay. it's not living. Let's lighten things up a bit. Okay. Have another uh, almost got <laughs> like, caught story. Oh God! She was 15. It was New Year's Eve. <laughs> the guy I was with the time was 18 and about to leave for boot camp. We Ooh. went to his church for a New Year's Eve oh. party, and I was sick and drugged up on Nyquil. <laughs> he wanted to lose his virginity and convinced me to lose mine to him. We sneaked into the church weight room, and it happened. I lost my virginity in a church. <gasps> I was mortified. At, I was mortified you're a sinner. My you're a sinner. And then she says, I'm probably going to hell for this, she No, says. you're not. And then we did hear from some other virgins. This is a male virgin who's 33. Oh, Ooh. by the way, he got mad at me. I read that one. Yeah, I shortened Ooh. it down, but he was mad at he you. He was yes. mad at me. Yes, uh-huh. But he says sex yeah. isn't important to him. Okay. No, but he he also said that it was rude that I said, you know, when I was like, you were 22, like, like that was so late for it to have sex and, you know. Maybe he's asexual. I mean. Which is totally fine. Some people just have no interest in it. Right. And they're asexual and they have no interest in having sex. It's fine. I don't know. But. We're not being judgy. (laughs) Love you. Thanks for listening. You're dudes. That's awesome. And this is an anonymous (laughs) caller. This is interesting. She's been with her husband since she was, she was 19. They've been together 33 years. They've been married 33 years. And now her husband is thinking, you know, I never dated much. Would it be cheating if I started dating some other people? What? <laughs> what? Uh, it was, what? That's what she says. She says, uh, uh. after 33 years of marriage, we don't necessarily want to have sex with anybody else. But he decided that he's never dated much and thinks it would be interesting to be with someone of a different personality. Is that still cheating? Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Is there really it's such a thing cheating. as an emotional affair or is it just curiosity? Oh, no. Emotional no, affairs. Emotional affair. That's yeah. even worse. So do you guys think hall passes are cheating? Yes. Yes. If you're putting your whatever in another whatever, you're cheating. Or if you're talking or but texting, again, or you're cheating. Yeah, I mean, that, but that goes back to the whole if people like to watch porn together have or have threesomes or whatever. Right. It partners, is. Yes, that's you're one right. of those things. If, you know, it's just... Uh, and then she says, if Depends he did have sex with someone else, I feel like I'd have to ask him to be tested before I do it with him because I don't know where that girl's been. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, You know what? Look, Everybody has their own lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. You know Whatever what? works for you, girlfriend, you do it. I just know it would not work for me, and I would send my man I mean, how home. Old, I mean, you got to think home. they're probably in their 50s. Yeah. I guess. They've been married 33 years. I mean, I always joke about like, oh, if Sean Penn shows up, I'm off. See ya. <laughs> Sean Penn. <laughs> <laughs> but it would still Bill be cheating. Maher. <laughs> Ew. Bill Moore? Bill Moore and Sean Penn. You have a type. His personality. That's so weird. Do you just want him to like tell you jokes while you guys like sleep together? <laughs> Is the show over? Yeah. 
We didn't even talk about Halloween costumes. Halloween costumes. Oh, okay. Oh. No, go ahead. You can do that. Yeah, let's just rattle off a couple. So, um, so I've been waiting a week for this so I can order my freaking costume. Well, here's here's the few that I got from Instagram. Um, they asked, so Moana, so you would be, what's his <gasps> face? Uh, yes. Maui. Maui. You could have hair and tattoos. Kind of great, actually. That's oh my God, amazing. Yes. All right, next. Your shirt <laughs> off, just like all tattoos, Maui with big freaking hair. That'd Are you be- going to be the grandma? Well, I <laughs> I don't know. She was my favorite. Well, then Joel, Jolie could be Moana. Yes. That'd be so cute. Oh. And then I could be even like, the, I could be like maybe the chicken or something. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. But I, I love that one. And then um, someone said the Incredibles, but I was Both like. Both of those been done. Um, and then, uh, oh, okay, this is really funny. I need originality, Easton. This is a funny one. Mommy, daddy, baby shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> oh, my. Baby That's shark. Mama shark. Like, that was funny. We could all be sharks. So it's like, it'd be daddy. And then, you know, like, I just, I don't know. I'd be the dad shark? Yeah. Oh, okay. Shut up. No, I think, I mean, we didn't know it, everybody, because we'd be walking down to look, go, to, go, to look like the mommy shark did did. And all the so kids are, would hear us and start chiming in. Yeah. Because so, everybody knows it. I know. So That's those were the, so I like, the, my favorites are the Moana, you being him, and then um, the, the baby shark to do to do. Okay. Oh, that's cute. Sure. Monsters more? Inc. Yeah, Monsters Inc. Ooh. Where my, uh, Mike uh-huh. would be Sully, Sully, okay. and not Mike. And then you would be Mike Wachowski. And then Jolie the and baby. And then Jolie would be. Uh, that's cute. There's a picture of a monster here. I'm not yeah. sure that monster has a name, but it's one of the monsters from. Oh no, it's the little girl. It's a little girl. dressed as the monster. Yeah, oh yeah, girl. that's right. cute. Well, Mike? Jolie Boom. was a, Jolie was a monster two years ago, so I don't want to do that one. All right. What if Mike was Willy Wonka? You were Veruca, the one that blows up into a big blueberry. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's an Violet, image for that one. Violet, Violet. Show her the photo. That would be Jolie. And Jolie is the Oompa Loompa. Oh, my God. I love no, that. I'd be the Oompa Loompa because <gasps> I'm pregnant. And then Jolie would be there because she's like, I want that. No. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about Jolie's Cat in the Hat? And you guys are thing one and thing two. <gasps> Jolie I feel like that's been done. Okay. Right. Thing one and thing two have, but if Jolie's Cat in the Hat, it's pretty good. Janny, Jana is Winnie the Pooh. Jolie is Piglet. And Mike is Christopher Robin. I'd rather be Tigger, but okay. <laughs> all right. That's cute. Uh, Despicable Me. Jolie's a minion. Mike is Gru. Oh. And you're Mrs. Gru. That one was my favorite. I love that. That one's cute. Mm-hmm. That one could be cute. Okay, we're yeah. going to think about those. Okay. If you guys have any more, though, uh, email I am us. I bald. It. I could be yeah, yeah, that could be cool. That's cool. <laughs> Jana Kramer at iHeartMedia.com if you have any more interesting ones. So far, I still like the Moana and Baby Shark. do 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 um, today was fun, guys. It was. Today was fun. It was a deep. It was, it was, it was, it was deep. Heavy. It was high, it was heavy high collar. low, all the way around. Um, but thank you so much to HelloFresh. For a total of $60 off, visit HelloFresh.com slash Kramer60. Stamps.com, 55 free postage, a digital scale, and a four-week trial. That's Stamps.com and enter Jana. Outdoor Voices, for 20% off your first order of $100 or more, visit OutdoorVoices.com slash Jana and enter Jana. The New Yorker, go to thenewyorker.com slash Jana. Listeners of podcasts save 50% when they enter code Jana. And, of course, thank you to Sugar Bear Hair. Go to sugarbearhair.com slash Jana for a beautiful hair and a healthier you. Guys, I am pumped to wind down next week. It's going to be a good one. <laughs> Love Br- you. Bring it on. Bye.